Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There are people in Biden's family, Hunter and his brother Jimmy and his other brother, I think, Frank, is that his name? Uh, You know, these are people who have lots of business deals and businesses with other countries and businesses with the federal government. And the question of were they ever in that garage? Were they ever in that room? Were they ever? I mean, those aren't ridiculous questions. Yeah. So how about that? That's Jake Tapper on CNN. That's where we are now. Wow. Things have changed a lot in just a couple of weeks where, you know, somebody not Fox is saying, hey, Hunter Biden, Joe's brother, having access to the that's not a ridiculous question. They got a lot of business dealings in foreign countries. What's going on there? I mean, these questions are being asked by CNN now, MSNBC, The Washington Post. Wow. What is the nature of these documents? I understand you can't, like, print them on the cover of the New York Times if they're classified, but how about a characterization? I mean, because if it's a signed thank you letter from Charles de Gaulle in 1975, okay, all right, well, okay, no, no biggie. But if it's a description of Ukrainian uh, natural gas oligarchs uh, uh, real estate holdings, well, now you got my attention. Yeah, and I still don't really think that, that that's much what the documents actually are. But the scandal part of it, the part that the, the White House is, a, 
you know, got to be hunkered down and fight this every single day. And every media outlet is on them trying to get more answers. That's a problem. That is a problem. And, well, I, uh, I, I appreciate your your open heart and your kindness that you've uh, you're assuming that they're you know innocent things like a thank you note from Charles de Gaulle. But I have no idea. You have no idea. Well, of course I have no idea. But I'm just going with the fact that Trump had him, Hillary had him. It just seems to be something people do for whatever yeah. reason. Yep, yep. Fair enough. Uh, but man, it's 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 a problem when you've got all the mainstream outlets saying things like that. Oof. Well, welcome to the party. Um, it was two days ago. <laughs> welcome to the party. <laughs> We've cleaned up. I think there may be a couple of beers still in the fridge if you want one. But uh, so well, while we're on the topic, I was going to move on to something else. But while we're on the topic, here's uh, yes, here's um, uh, Rokana, a Democrat from California. On uh, on what what he's thinking of this clip twenty nine, Michael. I go to a skiff and I have to give over my phone and I'm not allowed to take any documents outside of the skiff. So uh, I really don't understand uh, how those documents got into a personal residence. Yeah, so he's he's getting in from all sides, Joe Biden. Oh, we'll see where this goes. Uh, big headline that's out right now: U.S. leaning toward providing Abrams tanks to Ukraine. So after. Uh, hell no to maybe. Now it looks like, yes, we are going to give Abrams tanks to Ukraine. Apparently it was all just part of a negotiation with Germany, or it was satisfying their domestic politics that they were able to stand up to the United States and demand some. I don't know what's going on with the negotiation behind the scenes, but the ultimate result is those leopard tanks, or as Mike McCausland said last week, Leopard tanks? Maybe that's the way the guys in the military pronounce it. I don't know. Anyway. They, they need to stop. Nobody says Leopard. Or maybe it's a cutesy name they have in the military. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to imagine that he doesn't know how to pronounce the tank. So um, so the Leopard tanks are going, the German tanks, and Abrams tanks from the United States. That's a big deal. As one of the biggest battles, well, not one of, it'll easily be the biggest battle since World War II in Europe. Looks like it's shaping up for the spring, and it's going to be a tank battle between Russia and Ukraine, backed by the United States and uh, and, and and German military equipment, and it's going to be something freaking straight out of a World War II movie. You know, I haven't seen that, that we're sending them to the Abrams tanks? Well, it's not official yet, but oh. the Wall Street Journal is saying the announcement is expected this week. Wow, okay, because I, yeah, I, I know the Germans are going to decide and announce any minute now about the Leopard tanks. So that's happening. Also, while we're in Ukraine, Zelensky moved a bunch of cabinet officials who apparently got caught in a corruption scandal, and that is obviously a bad look because that is one of the angles that the anti-support for Ukraine crowd have been using. That's the thing, the argument Tucker Carlson's been making for a year on Fox is that, look, it's one of the most corrupt governments in all of Europe, and we're giving them billions of dollars. Where that's Where's that money going? Well, he just kicked out a whole bunch of cabinet officials that look like we're skimming some money from somewhere, and with billions and billions of dollars flowing in, it's not surprising. Yeah, the stuff I've read, some of it was classic war profiteering, you know, just selling things at inflated prices to the people who need them. Uh, that uh, it's got to be disappointing to uh, um, President Zelensky. Oh, of course, have yeah. That story yeah. on the world stage. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure he wants to line them up against the wall and shoot them. So um, I do want to bring up the whole obesity kids thing again later. Ah, Can we mm-hmm. do that? Because I got some more statistics to back up that. That's the new government uh, suggestions for how you handle your overweight kids, including surgery and drugs. Well, yeah, the guidelines for is it uh, cool or not have, have definitely changed. Yeah. The guidelines for is it cool or not? Well, to yeah, I mean, surgery. You and your your very tabloidy fashion are trying to suggest that the government is saying, yeah, get surgery, uh, give them drugs. That's the way to. No, but they're saying it's in in some cases it's better to do that than to wait and let the effects of diabetes take hold. So it's definitely a liberalization. Here's one of my favorite uh, memes that I came across yesterday. I stand behind Alec Baldwin, which I didn't get at first, but. Oh, kind of funny if you think about it for a second. <laughs> Clever. <I like> it. <laughs> Subtle. Um, so I'm just I'm looking at the TV shows as they're coming on the top of the hour and trying to figure out what they think is the biggest story. Everybody's going with the latest shooting in California, of course. But, man, they get right to the Biden document thing. I, I, I know we just talked about it a few seconds ago, but what is their fascination with this? Is it, an, is it the opportunity to boot Biden out of office? Is that what they're all excited about? And is that a good idea if I'm a Democrat? The power of incumbency? Do you, do you want to get the guy out and start completely over? It just seems like, I don't know. Or maybe it's just the excitement of scandal. I don't know. No, I think it's mostly that. It's just the excitement of a very simple scandal. There's no subtlety there. There are no interesting contrasts between points of view. It's just a gotcha, it's a, you know, political gotcha. Tell you what, one of the biggest stories in, in the country might be, and you will not hear this a single time all day long, probably, except here, and we'll, we'll flesh it out for you later, is the Iowa legislature just passed a massive bill funding private school students. Essentially saying, you go where you think you're going to get the best education. You're not trapped in your local government school, and uh, everybody gets education funding. More on that to come. Will it start a groundswell of this sort of thing? Eh, Maybe. Um, In light of the second mass shooting in California in two days, Joe Biden has just restated his call for an assault weapons ban, which is... um the sort of thing that politicians do without ever defining what an assault weapon is or uh, how you would make that happen. But that's back on the table again for the talking points of the day. If you're excited about that sort of thing. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think that wasn't the, the guy in the first shooting in the L.A. area, uh, Monterey Park, wasn't he using some sort of uh, belt-fed machine pistol or something that's highly illegal already? And yet he chose to ignore gun laws. Which is disappointing. While he was slaughtering as many innocent human beings as as he could, yes, he ignored a somewhat obscure gun law. So the Oscar nominations are out, and we're not uh, giant Oscar fans around here, but I'm excited that everything, everywhere, all at once is the most nominated movie because it's the only movie I've seen, so... At least I can talk about that somewhat. But so Brendan Fraser, once again, just like he was for the Golden Globes, he won the Golden Globe for Best Actor for The Whale, where he plays the really big fat guy. Do you have mm-hmm. any concept of that movie? I have not seen that yet. The The reason I bring it up is I've only read two reviews. 
Uh, and one of the reviews, and the review in the New York Times was nothing about the movie whatsoever. The review was only about how awful it was that they did a movie at all about a giant fat guy and how tough it was to be a giant fat guy. There wasn't anything about the movie in there. It was just a, it was just it was just a long multi paragraph statement of how awful it is that even anybody would even do this. Well, and I heard it suggested that the, to have a thin actor portray the grotesquely obese person was somehow discriminatory or unfair to 800-pound actors who are auditioning every day for a role. They, and obviously, they saw this role come up and thought, finally, finally. And they give it to uh, Brendan Fraser, and he goes They give it to a skinny guy. <laughs> he eats a whole bunch of whoppers and takes the part. Imagine their disappointment. Yeah. I, they didn't even get to that angle in the New York Times critique of the movie but it was just the idea of portraying a really overweight guy is sad which seems like a pretty likely situation for a lot of people who are really 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 obese i mean we're talking what, about what the about fat acceptance boy that shows you how delusional those people are yeah i tell you what open call now for 800 pound people to tell us how happy you are and how it's fine it's going to be a short line Mostly because those people can't stand up because they're so terribly, tragically, heartbreakingly unhealthy. But the New York Times has a problem with it. Those people are freaking psychos. What would you call that particular mindset? Wow. Flesh it out for me. What, what mindset? Um, While I'm thinking about it. Well, so you got something that exists. The morbidly obese are probably... As a whole, not particularly happy with their lot in life, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And then having any art that reflects that reality is still not okay because it's going to hurt their feelings? What is that What is that mindset? Or what is put, that? Put them on display. I think it's uh, whistling past the graveyard or locking your mentally ill relative in the attic, chaining them in the attic and pretending they're not there. I think it's 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 terrible. Now I haven't seen the movie. I and neither have I. And and never will. I doubt. I, I don't think. Uh, life is tragic and difficult enough. What do you want to do tonight? Want to watch a giant fat guy movie? Nah. I've heard it's just utterly sad and heartbreaking, but ultimately life affirming. So's life. How about I save the twelve dollars and just live my life? <laughs> Well, you know, that's what I've been saying for years, ever since I had kids, is I got too much drama every single day, all day long. Uh, I don't really need to see any drama portrayed, so. Not to mention not having the time for it. If, yeah. you, if you saw the giant, uh, I shouldn't say that. If you saw the whale, I'll just call it by its title. If you saw the whale, how about a quick text? Uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. And if you're sitting there in the theater, and every time Brendan Fraser appears, and you say, Yar! If you see only one morbidly obese guy dealing with life movie this year, make it The Whale. Is that their advertisement? That's their commercial? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, more on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's kind of old news, but I want to bring you the latest stats on voting in Georgia. Just because the president made such a big deal out of, you know, Jim Crow on steroids and all that sort of ridiculous talk he made. There, a, big, a big poll just came out on uh, how hard it was for people of color to vote in Georgia this last time around. And it's nearly impossible from what I've heard. Quite shocking. So stay tuned. They only had 12 black people vote in the entire state. It's just just heartbreaking. You know, our theme might be stories that all of a sudden the mainstream media has become aware of. One of them might be before long uh, issues involving the FBI. I mean, if they're reporting on the Biden classified documents uh, thing, and more shockingly, if Jake Tapper's saying like, wow, it looks like a lot of Biden's uh, relatives make a hell of a lot of money on international deals. What's going on there? I wonder if even conceivably, now folks, don't get excited. 
It's just a possibility. If conceivably, somebody on the uh, mainstream media side might say, you know, the whole uh, Steele dossier Trump investigation thing, man, that started on some really fake pretenses. Anyway, that leads us to the latest FBI-related story. Uh, perhaps you've heard about this. Former top counterintelligence official at the FBI in New York has been arrested over his ties to a Russian oligarch. Not only was he not doing a very good job, well, he might have been doing a pretty good job at counterintelligence, but he was using some of the stuff he learned to make some money. Here's Rich, Ed, Rich Edson on Fox News. Prosecutors have indicted the former special agent in charge of counterintelligence at the FBI in New York. They accuse him of using his position to help a heavily sanctioned Russian oligarch. Charles McGonigal allegedly asked for and received $225,000 to work for Oleg Deripaska. Prosecutors say McGonigal agreed to investigate a rival oligarch, tried to get Deripaska off the U.S. sanctions list, even opened a criminal investigation at the FBI. Attorney General Merrick Garland was asked about such a high-profile law enforcement official who allegedly betrayed the FBI. Now, he might have done a heck of a job on counterintelligence other than this with, uh, with this uh, Russian oligarch, but, I mean, to have your chief of counterintelligence at the New York field office, so he's one of the top people in America, one of the couple of top people in America dealing with spies and, and uh, infiltrators from China or whatever, which, oh, I just listened to a great podcast about that. China's all-of-society effort to spy and steal industrial secrets. Mm. It's unbelievable. And America is lousy with Chinese spies. Anyway, uh, to have your top guy... Uh, flaking like that and, and and getting a deal with a Russian oligarch is just shocking for 250k. Now, granted, that's probably all cash. I doubt he declared it, so it probably netted out to be more like 350 since he didn't have to pay any taxes. But uh, still, you're going to risk spending the rest of your life in a cage, throw away your career for that sort of money. I wonder if it was the classic grooming situation where he had money problems or oh, it, right. his wife was spending way too much or whatever, and they you, thought, wow, we got a live one here. You got to find a guy with gambling debt or whatever. Whatever it was, yeah. yeah a what one. a horrible decision. So how bad was voting in Georgia for black people really this time, last go around? There are some stats that are out that are worth passing along, giving what President Biden said last year. Uh, among other things, if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is the ice bowl method to activate the diver's reflex. Hold your face in the water for five to ten seconds and repeat three times and it's going to give you some relief. If you want to avoid this method, don't forget to prime your body by hydrating, adding electrolytes, and throwing in an alcohol metabolism aid. So that's a hangover cure. Uh, should have mentioned that. So it's a doctor saying to get rid of a hangover, you stick your face in ice water? Is that what he said? Correct. Huh. Three times? I don't drink anymore. Would I Would I wish I'd have known that back in the day. Gives you the driver's re- the diver's reflex. Boy, uh, it, f- it feels like when I've been really hungover, the idea at the time of doing that would sound really unpleasant. Even even if I knew it was going to make me feel better, I think, oh, my God. Yeah. It's dry January, though, so nobody needs that. I'm just The reason I wanted to play that is we're, we're just a full week away from February 1st. Stay off the roads, everybody. Half the oh. country did dry January. It's going to become some crazy party. A, that, that should become a thing, a Groundhog's Day party to follow Jan, dry January. Feb 1, I'm going to be knee-walking drunk. I'm going to be heaving drunk. Dry heaving drunk. <laughs> knee-walking drunk. <laughs> Actually, oh, after God. straying off the dry January path uh, over the weekend, Judy and I had a date night prior to her leaving for a week. I had a couple of glasses of wine. No, actually, just one glass of wine with dinner, which is odd for me. And then I had a scotch. But I said, Sunday through Thursday, back on the wagon, going to be a good boy. And I'm a seven-day-a-week drinker by the way, but I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. Back on the wagon. Dry-ish January. You get to make Damp your own, January. You get to make your own rules. Who's the, the, the calendar going to lecture me? Huh? I'll tell you what you are, January. <laughs> I'm looking at you. You two-faced Roman god or something like that. So to touch on this briefly, because we don't talk about this sort of stuff as much as a lot of outlets do, but you know, Georgia uh, changed their voting laws. You know what they did? They they rolled back the COVID era stuff back to the original stuff. Mostly what they did. 
like a mm-hmm. lot of states did. And the uh, Democrats claimed that it was voter restriction, voter suppression, going back to the old rules. And the president went so far as to call it Jim Crow on steroids, which is one of the worst things any modern president has ever said in our in our nation's history. And uh, and uh, in Major League Baseball moved the All-Star game and just all kinds of craziness came out of this. It really was insane and dangerously so. Well, now the numbers are in. You'd probably heard that the they had record turnout in the midterms among everybody, including black voters, despite the voter suppression. Well, the actual phrase from uh, Joe Biden was voter suppression and election subversion. Wow. It was going we gotta on in stop Georgia. the election denial crap, please. Everybody. Well, the University of Georgia did a poll and the results are now out. An independent post-election poll by the University of Georgia found more than 90% of midterm voters said it was easy to cast a ballot, and most waited less than 30 minutes. If you want to dig down into what it was like for black voters, the University of Georgia poll found that 0% of black respondents said their voting experience in Georgia was poor in the 2022 midterm election. So about half. 0%. 73% of black voters said it was excellent, which is equal to the number of white voters who said exactly the same thing. So that's right. 0% of black voters in Georgia said they had a poor experience voting. Zero. Hey, New York Times, Washington Post, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. Are any of you going to call the president to account for the horrible things he said based on that study? Anybody? Jake Tapper? You, perhaps? No. Maybe the, maybe you're on the side of Bull Connor and the segregationists, the white supremacists, for going along with this these Georgia voting rules in which 0.8% of black Georgia voters rated the performance of election officials poor. That's actually less than whites, which were at 1.4%, which obviously are very good numbers. So the black people are on the side of Jefferson Davis? I, I'm a little confused because I'm trying to stick with the president because he, he was seemed so sincere. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Yeah, you look like the mummy of Tutankhamun. Look like the something. That really I lost, is. I lost my train of thought. That really is one of the worst things any president has ever said. And he, and he gets he has yeah. to, he's paid no price for that whatsoever. No. So a couple more numbers from the same University of Georgia poll. When asked if they faced a problem voting, any problem at all, 99.5% of black voters said they had not. Slightly more than the 98.7% of white voters. So 99.5% said they had faced no problem voting whatsoever. As far as confidence, 94.3% of black Georgia voters said they were confident their vote was counted as intended. Wow. 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 No price will be paid, as you said, and no, uh, no, no reckoning will take place, no soul-searching, nothing. You know, the, the, the truth has always had a, a you know, kind of a, a hit-and-miss relationship with politics, really from the beginning of time. N- now it's, it's gone from like that friend you see now and again, and, and you enjoy their company, but it, yeah, you don't spend a lot of time together. Now they're just complete strangers. The truth, if the truth showed up in politics, nobody would recognize it. Nobody even asks the question anymore, is that true? But it's so much worse than that. I mean, that happens all the time, and it's bad, but it's so much worse than that when you're dealing with race relations. 
Because people get hurt, people get killed, and you're the leader of the party that's all for harmony and the the colors of the rainbow all getting along. Yeah, my ass. And you're sowing the seeds of violence by claiming white supremacists are keeping black people from voting in the modern age. You said that out loud as the freaking president. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. And we know it wasn't true at the time, but now that we've had an election, we've got the data to prove it was not a problem whatsoever. And nobody cares. Well, and the utter lack of character of Major League Baseball, of the major media outlets I mentioned, nobody willing to push back on that. Well, it kind of supports my side. So even though it is horribly immoral and, you know, point I've made many times and you can you can't get away with this if you brutally, horrifically uh, minimize or, or trivialize the Holocaust. You can't because the Jewish activist groups won't let you. But if you just horrifically minimize the Jim Crow era like the president did, for whatever reason, the lefty black activists will let you do it uh, willy-nilly because, you know, what the hell, it kind of serves your purpose right now. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a v- excellent point right there. Al Sharpton should should have jumped on those comments the, the same way Jewish leaders do when people, you know, downplay the horror of the Holocaust. Right. I mean, there were no voting restrictions, and Jim and, and 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 Joe Biden not only claimed that it was the same; he claimed it was worse than when black people were beaten, murdered, and terrorized into not voting in the South. Really, it's just awful thing to do. If nobody is willing to utter a peep when something that horrifically immoral is said that just goes to show you the depth of immorality in modern politics i would suggest heavily on the left there's certainly certainly lunatics on the right who answer that description as well but it's the entire left establishment if somebody said something that horrific on the right do you think mitt romney wouldn't say anything you think Larry Hogan, the Republican, you know, uh, governor of uh, Maryland wouldn't say anything? Moderate Republicans everywhere wouldn't say, oh, whoa, whoa, that's way too much. Left is utterly immoral. Moving on. Wow. Uh, the stock market dropped about a quarter last year. Oh, yeah, I noticed. But a lot of people aren't nearly as stressed because they owned gold. And even with many people thinking a worldwide recession might be around the corner, gold prices remain shockingly low, therefore a bargain. Yeah, during the recession of 08, gold shot up over 50% and helped investors secure their savings and retirement accounts against loss. So you need to look into Lear Capital. With over 25 years of experience, an exceptional trust pilot rating, and their risk-free investor pledge, Lear Capital is the choice. Get free their free wealth protection investor guide. Receive up to $15,000 in free bonus gold based on the value of your purchase. All you have to do to check into it is go to learmstrong.com. That's LearArmstrong.com. Or if you like, give them a jingle right away. 1-800-868-1275. That's 1-800-868-1275. Or again, LearArmstrong.com. LearArmstrong.com. Oh, you know, just to tease to next hour, again, from the crowd that claims to abhor racial violence the most, they sow the seeds of more racial violence. We'll show you how after the shooting on Sunday, the mainstream media was so quick to assume that it was white people targeting Asians before they had any data. And in some cases, even after they knew it was an Asian guy. 
And there was domestic terrorism in Atlanta, which is not getting nearly that much attention. I'll give you a guess why. Anyway, uh, I, this is so significant. If there is one cause I am willing to uh, croak my career on the hill of, and uh, Jack, I appreciate you're not uh, throttling me on this. It's the, uh, it's the utterly horrible indoctrination into the radical left attitudes that's going on in America's schools, whether it be the hate and uh, racist diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff, the critical race theory, as it's twisted into elementary school teachings. If they're, teach- if, if they're learning about it in college loss classes, I don't care. But indoctrinating kids to hate each other based on the color of their skins in schools is just utterly unforgivable. And then you've got the radical gender theory stuff being taught in so many schools across America. There is no such thing as a man. There's no such thing as a woman. Those are just taught concepts. There's a continuum. If you're a boy, you could be a girl. Don't worry about your genetics or your biology. That stuff is just poison. It's being taught in our schools. Well, there are a number of states that have seen the utter decay of the public school system and the inability to do anything about it, it would seem, whether in the face of the power of the teachers unions or just or whatever. And the Iowa legislature just passed a historic bill to spend hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer uh, money to pay families private school costs. Governor Kim Reynolds has been pushing this for a while. After more than five hours of debate Monday evening, House lawmakers voted 55 to 45 to pass the bill. Uh, just after midnight, blah, blah, blah. Uh, here's what it said. The bill's passage, oh, that's more political commentary, said uh, Rep. John Willis, he's a Republican, this bill is about freedom. This bill is about freedom for the family to make a decision. This bill is about where that family feels the child will be best taught. This bill is not about attacking teachers. The opponents of this bill will state that we're attacking teachers over and over. Nothing could be further from the truth. The bill would phase in over three years and eventually allow all Iowa families to use up to $7,600 a year in an education savings account for private school tuition. It's very much like health savings accounts. And if any money is left over after tuition and fees, families could use the funds for specific educational expenses, again, like health savings account, like textbooks or tutoring or whatever else. That's $7,598 per private school student is the same amount of funding the state provides to public school students per kid and is expected to rise in future years. So the state legislature has said, look, if you don't think the public schools, the go- the government schools, I swore a couple of years ago, I would start referring to them as government schools. If you don't think the government schools are doing a good job of educating your child, we will give you the government funding that would have gone to your kid's school and you tell us what school it should go to. I love, love, love this. Hmm. Iowa, I tip my cap to you. It's been said that Iowa stands for idiots out walking around. <laughs> what? It should not be said anymore. Oh, this wow. is a brave blow for educational freedom. Way to go, Iowa. Love this. There's more on it, but we're, we're kind of out of time. Uh, quickly this. A free diver who, uh, who, who, who knows texted us and said, yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, uh, your mammal dive reflex that gets triggered when your face is in cold water, it relaxes your body, slows your heart rate, and can help with feelings of panic or anxiety or pain. So if you're hungover or have wow. a variety of problems, stick your face in super cold water. Wow. Mammal dive reflex is a pretty good band name. Yeah, by the way. that is good. You better it's rock hard, good. though. 
Oh, you br- every show we bring it. Are you kidding? <laughs> Much on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Authorities in Rhode Island recently agreed to a child's request to DNA test leftover Christmas cookies for evidence of Santa Claus, and they're not going to like what they found out. Oh, uh-oh. Looks like Santa murdered a guy in 96. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. man. Oh, boy. Um couple of uh, Mr. Things. Claus of the North Pole was reported to be. A couple of yeah. things. Uh, they found strands of red uh, fiber. <laughs> oh, boy. Pointed him in the direction. Originally, authorities believed the man had been gored by a reindeer. Mm. So a couple of memes I came across on the Internet. Uh, oh, by the way, something next hour, how uh, after the first of the mass shootings, you see there have been two in California in the last uh, three days. Uh, after the first of them, uh, the media, of course, jumped to the fact that it must have been angry white males, angry at Asians. We shouldn't jump to conclusions like that. But anyway, more on that coming up. Turned out not. we get two elderly Asian dudes shooting a bunch of people in the last couple of days. What the heck? Uh, Cut it the, out. But these memes I came across. First of all, this one. Uh, it's a it's a skeleton made of pill bottles, and it says, if medicine worked, you wouldn't need to refill your prescription. Boom! Gotcha! No getting around that one! Nailed it! <laughs> and one of the responses was, if food works, why do you have to keep eating it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, anybody who buys that, you're just not bright, and I that's just, that's okay. Yeah, but I like, It's like being not tall. It's okay. I like stuff that sounds sounds like it's really like an own, you know? Oh, a truth like, bomb. Yeah. yeah. I, I love stuff like that. That's actually stupid. <laughs> yeah, that with, with the slightest reflection is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Here's kind of a good one, too. I don't know who it was that tweeted this out, but it got a, a gazillion retweets. Medieval peasants. One, worked less hours than you. Two, had longer vacations than you. Three, likely had a bigger house than you. Four, definitely had higher tea. Five, ate better food than you, healthier food. Six, paid way less taxes. Seven, rarely saw their boss. Who's really living in the dark ages? Wow. Wow. It's another one of those things. And it got retweeted a gazillion times. You know, it's it's like the difference between uh, watching somebody jump over a little stick and somebody pole vaulting 19 feet. I mean, that is an astounding achievement in ignorance right there. I'm, I congratulate them. I don't know the number, but I'm guessing medieval peasants had a life expectancy of like 24. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Oh, my and God. You spent it working manual labor all day, every day, whilst your teeth rotted out of your head. In misery. Yeah. 
Yeah, two of those I think were true, but I'm not going to dignify it with any further response. Well, yeah, you, they probably had higher T to whatever benefit that is, and they probably the testosterone. Well, yes, of course. It's because they were constantly in danger. You friggin' moron! <laughs> come to come to come close to me with that crap. You're going to be in danger. All right, man. Work, Jeez, there's too much stupid in the world. Worked less hours than you is really stupid. Oh had longer vacations than you. I, I doubt the word vacation was in the vocabulary at the that time. The concept was unknown. <laughs> it would be like asking somebody in 1200 what they thought of the internet. They would just look at you. If you posted that online, I'm going to spend the rest of my life hunting you down. <laughs> so you live in a hut. You toil in your garden all day long with your one oxen that you use for a plow or whatever you're doing. Hoping nobody comes and rapes your wife or, or, or beats you to death and takes your stuff. And you're gonna a third go, of your five children has just died. And you're going to go on vacation. Jeez Louise, I swear. I want to punish whoever's posting that stuff. Hey, Bill, I'm going to be on my, the whole family. We're going to be on vacation next week. So uh, if you could bring our mail in or something. Hey, would you mind covering me on the mud pit for the next couple of weeks? The wife and I are going to go see the south of France finally. <laughs> Oh, sure. No, no worries. I'd be happy to. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. If you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.